Hey there, everybody, and welcome to a, another Hack of All Trades episode. Welcome, you hacks, um, fellow hacks. Um, I'm your host, Jordan Johnson, and uh, yeah, this is episode two of my ongoing series, Hack of All Trades, where I talk to you about all the little things, trades, um, practices I get up to in my spare time, and most likely will never touch again. Um, currently, um, I've got a few funny things to talk about. Um, one of them being, um, this new haircut, as you can see from <laughs> episode one, got this lovely new haircut. Um, I've actually known, uh, the guy who does my hair for the past like eight or nine years now. So I'm quite loyal to him. <laughs> um, and uh, I think he does a nice, a nice job. Um, so if you need a good haircut in the Chicago area, let me know. Um, I'll send you to Joel. He'll take good care of you. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, hold on. I'll be right back. All right. That was a quick one. And yeah, so you might've seen the title of this stream or this video, new haircut, monkey torture and more rabbit holes. So this episode may not necessarily go too much into detail about, you know, maybe a current trade or hobby I'm picking up. Um, kind of spoke upon that last time. Right now it seems to be audio equipment, seems to be where a lot of my extra time, money and effort um, is going into. Um, at the same time, I'm also reading a few books you might be interested in. Uh, I just finished, it doesn't have to be crazy. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy at work. Uh, um, that book was written by Jason Fried um, and David Heinemir, uh, Heinemir Hansen, sorry, of uh, Basecamp. So those are the guys over at 37 Signals. Um, they're actually in Chicago. Um, and they wrote this book, uh, It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work. A uh, really awesome book if you're looking for something to read. Um, really just kind of runs down um, how they run their company and also how to sort of run a calm company. That's something you hear them say quite a bit is like calm company is, is what they sort of inspire to run. Um, and that, you know, is, is a pretty inspirational sort of story and attempt um, that they do um, to have a calm company. A really uh, sort of good example of that is you often hear of companies or places you work, they come with, you know, benefits or, you know, maybe you get free dinner if you stay late or, you know, in the cafeteria or, you know, something or other, there's, there's some sort of benefits and perks to working there. Maybe you get a massage once a week in the office. Um, I've worked at an ad agency where they did do massages and you could schedule a couple a week if you needed them. Um, and those seem like nice benefits, but actually in, um, it doesn't have to be crazy at work. They kind of touch on why those benefits aren't maybe the healthiest of benefits. Maybe not the massage is the best example, but in general, when you have benefits that are basically encouraging people to stay in the office and stay in the workplace, work longer um, and work sort of harder in a sense, um, that you're really kind of encouraging people to burn out and to stay too long, to overwork themselves and basically become unhealthy in their work-life balance. So that's why at Basecamp and at uh, Jason Fried and uh, David Hansen, at, you know, all their sort of companies, they inspire this sort of calm work environment. All of their benefits come out of the office. They'll pay for your gym out of the office. They'll um, do all this sort of stuff, pay for your transit, 
but all of their benefits and all of their sort of perks of working there lie in, you know, sort of out of the office activities, sort of encouraging employees not to overwork themselves. Um, so that's just one example of kind of, you know, where the book goes um, in terms of how to run a calm company um, and really just, you know, keep a level head as you run a business. It's really difficult. For those of you who don't know, um, I run my own business uh, with a good friend of mine. And uh, reading books like this can be really beneficial to um, just becoming a better boss, a better, you know, business owner. Um, and, you know, in general, just a better a better person who, in, in my business, we help clients. So, you know, the, the better I get at handling um, interacting with clients or, you know, by running a calm company, um, the more that's going to reflect into sort of calm and beneficial relationships. So if you're curious in that, check out this book. It doesn't have to be crazy at work. Um, really, really good read. Um, it can kind of make you step back a little bit, take a breath, and uh, make sure you're staying calm. Uh, what I'm currently on to, since I finished that, is This is Marketing by Seth Godin, the one and only Seth Godin, popping in down there. Um, really, really great book. I'm not too far into it, but if you know Seth Godin, um, I don't need to talk too much about him. He's a really, really awesome marketer, big idea sort of guy. Um, so if you're looking for inspiration, if you're looking for somebody, you know, maybe a little bit different pace than somebody like Gary Vee, check out Seth Godin. Um, he can kind of get you thinking uh, differently, thinking outside of the box and thinking uh, creatively sort of towards the future. Um, really, really good. Um, any, anything pretty much Seth touches. Uh, Mike and I will read. And uh, this is marketing is no exception. Always can get better at marketing. Always can get better at advertising sales, all that good stuff. So got to always try and sharpen, sharpen your tools. So that's kind of what I'm up to, what I'm reading. If uh, maybe I'll start a little book club here, we can all read the same books um, and talk about them. But uh, yeah, so that is this is marketing by Seth Godin. And so on to the next general topic of today was the 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 crazy topic of monkey torture. So this is actually kind of a funny one. Um, I'm not, you know, the, the craziest of uh, internet browsers, but I'll occasionally find random rabbit holes to go down and get lost in. And, you know, before you know it, you've spent, you know, six hours researching turtles in Australia or something crazy. Um, so I go down rabbit holes all the time. And uh, one that I recently fell into, and I think people who often go into rabbit holes, um, there tends to be an overlapping element of you know, you might also be somebody who likes looking into conspiracy theories or something, whether or not true or false. Um, you might just enjoy sort of, you know, reading about that sort of stuff. You like digging into stuff. Um, and so I kind of found this thread on this interesting topic on a sort of conspiracy related board. And uh, it's no conspiracy, that's for sure. Um, it's definitely something weird going on, but uh, they're just not quite sure what's at the bottom of it. Um, so I just thought I'd talk about it since it's something kind of interesting, kind of crazy uh, happening right now. And if you're watching this on YouTube, YouTube, you're kind of playing a role in this. And I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, but yeah, so this monkey torture thing, uh, more specifically, baby monkey torture. 
Um, so there is a random sort of group of people on the internet, um, and specifically where this thread uh, found them was on YouTube. Um, and if you search YouTube for baby monkey, monkey torture, baby monkey screams, weird things like that, anything related to baby monkeys, you will find these videos and these playlists that seem to upset some people in this thread and get them sort of riled up to figure out what's going on here. Um, so what, what seems to be going on is people are making these YouTube accounts or they're using their own personal YouTube accounts. It's sort of no shame about it and creating these playlists of videos of monkeys, um, either being sort of neglected by their mom and crying or all the way up to, you know, monkey torture where a person is torturing a monkey in really evil ways. And um, there seems to be a weird community around this where the people who watch these videos all seem to sort of be in some sort of community together where they generally tend to be animal lovers. They say that they love every other animal. In the comments, you'll see people saying, I love every other animal except these specific baby monkeys. I you know, want to see them die. And it's really, really weird. You'll, you'll see comments all sort with very similar to that on every sort of video about how for some reason, you know, these monkeys deserve to die. And then there's all sorts of even more messed up responses. And it definitely seems that the people commenting on these get some sort of rise out of, you know, watching this sort of thing, whether it's, you know, creepy to the level of like a sexual thing, you know, who knows? Um, that's kind of what the thread I was reading into was trying to get to the bottom of really trying to find out who are these people? What are the purposes of this? Because what it seems to mimic and what it seems to lead into is potentially a larger sort of community of people um, who, you know, uh, without getting into too much specifics, you know, might be interested in doing something similar to a child, um, you know, really messed up people who, um, for some reason, have that sort of wire crossed in their brain, and that's what they want to do. And in a sense, you know, seeing seeing it done to a a monkey, most of them are dressed up in human clothes, and really kind of creepy stuff. Seeing it done to a monkey sort of scratches that itch for them in this weird, weird way. So um, that's a really weird thing to look into <laughs> if you want to look into it. But it definitely is a thing. It's not just this random couple videos here. There is a community that that these people I've, I've been following have kind of found. Um, and they're aware that people at large are becoming more aware of it and kind of closing down who's getting access to sort of the source material that is ending up on YouTube. So it's getting really weird. Um, and so that's sort of, you know, whether or not this hack of all trades is about specific, you know, trades or practices I pick up or just specific topics I get interested in in a flash moment. Um, this is kind of an example of that, of something that just kind of swept me off my feet out of nowhere. And, you know, four days later, I'm still following the threads, trying to find out, you know, what's happening to the monkey people. Um, and that's kind of uh, where I'm at now is this uh, this crazy sort of situation just kind of overtook um, a lot of my spare time because I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I wanted to learn more. Um, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Um, and so if you're interested in learning more um, you can go to the X board, the paranormal board, 
and search for baby monkey and you will find the thread that I've been following. Um, if not, I believe that people have been posting about it on Reddit on unsolved mysteries and different reddits, but I know mods have been taking them down, which is very strange. And, uh, it's also very strange that YouTube is allowing this content to stay up. Um, and so it's all, it's all kind of eerie and you can see how somebody who, you know, maybe is heavy into conspiracy theories might start really thinking something real crazy is up here. And you can also see how some average Joe, you know, more like me is just kind of like, this is really weird. I don't know what's going on, but it's weird. And that's kind of where I'm at is something weird's going on. And, uh, who knows what it is, but uh, the sort of crazier theories seem to be more realistic than just, um, I love animals, but for some reason hate monkeys, and that's it. Um, I don't really, no psychologist, but I don't think the, the, that it stops there. Um, so that was kind of a crazy thing. So if you want to look into that, um, if you can dig to the bottom of that story or you want to talk about it with me more, if you know anything about it, if you are one of these monkey, baby monkey haters, <laughs> the baby monkey haters, that should be like a band. Uh, if you are one of those, let me know. I'll talk to you about it. I'm curious to talk to somebody about it because really I, I talked with my friends and they were like, what are you talking about? Obviously, nobody's talking about this other than a few communities online who are noticing it to be very, very strange. Um, starting to notice some weird patterns within that community, um, you know, and so bring awareness to it. I don't, I don't see any issue with bringing awareness to people watching some really messed up stuff on a very public platform and commenting publicly about it. Really weird stuff. So um, if you're one of those types that likes to dig into something, there's a little something you can chew on and it'll, uh, you can chew on that for a while. Cause I don't know when that stuff is ever going to come to light if ever, but uh, yeah, interesting little topic there for you to uh, check out if you're looking for uh, some random internet rabbit holes to go down. Um, I often go down those um, all the time, <laughs> working in the internet industry, in the internet world. Um, I'm on the internet all the time, and I spend a lot of my spare time there as well. So you run across crazy stories like that. Um that really just kind of uh, pique your interest, uh, whether or not they're totally true. It's just interesting. Um, and that was one of the more interesting ones for me, just because you could, you know, I could follow the, the rabbit hole myself. I can go see the videos, find the people's profiles, see that they were commenting all this weird stuff on all of the videos. Um, and it was kind of that, that thrilling factor of being hot on the chase, if you will. So uh, I often find myself going down those sort of rabbit holes. Um, and it's, it's pretty fun, but, uh, you can, you can also find yourself a little bit depressed, a little bit down on the fate of the world. If you go too far down some of those holes. Um, so, you know, obviously be skeptical, but not to your own mental health's detriment. Um, that's what I would say. How about that? Other than that, not too much going on in my world. Um, do have some new audio gear coming, which I will gladly show off once it's here. Um, again, because I'm in the never-ending pursuit of just like that feeling of sitting at your desk and never wanting to move because you like you got your audio just right. 
You listen to all your favorite songs. Don't need anything else. That's my kind of a happy place, if you will, that I'm in. And uh, I'm always sort of <laughs> in pursuit of, of finding that. Um, so when that new audio stuff comes in, I'll make sure to, to show it off. Um, some other cool gear uh, that I got, um, depending on if you're a keyboard person or not. Um, I do have a fancy HHKB. Really, really great keyboard. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into keyboard reviews because <laughs> that uh, plenty of other YouTube channels, people who talk about keyboards, but um, really great keyboard if you um, just enjoy typing. Um, really, really excellent typing experience on that. Um, so that's uh, one of my other favorite pieces of gear that I use on a daily basis besides all of my audio stuff um, as well as this lovely Shure SM7B. Uh, really like this microphone. Um, just recently got it upgraded from the Audio AT 2020. I've got this running into a Cloudlifter CL1 before the uh, Focusrite 2i2. So uh, that's kind of the setup for inputs. Uh, and the outputs right now, I think I mentioned it last stream, I've got the Onkyo O-N-K-Y-O. DAC and amp combo running to my Bayer Dynamic DT990s. So I'm um, looking to upgrade that DAC amp. Uh, that would uh, help quite a bit with this setup. I think that's the next little piece of the puzzle. But I'm quite happy with this microphone. I think it uh, sounds really good with my voice. Um, there are plenty of great microphones you can get for this one. This one's price or less. Um, and in this one, I've just always gravitated towards it. I mean, maybe just because it's so iconic. Um, also, just really like the way my voice sounds on it. I've heard it before. I did radio in college at DePaul, and they had sure SM7Bs there, and I really enjoyed uh, how that sounded. So that's kind of the audio setup. Some of the cool gear I've got around my desk here. Trying to see if there's anything else cool I can show you before I wrap this one up. Um, and really, I don't think there is. So, hope you enjoyed this, you hacks. Um, again, this is Hack of All Trades with your host, Jordan Johnson. Episode 2, wrapping it up. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't go too far down those monkey rabbit holes. Uh, YouTube will probably, ironically enough, censor this or shadow ban this video while letting the other ones stay up <laughs> or something crazy because their algorithms are all messed up. And that'll be for another video going into YouTube's algorithms and their, their whole thing. <laughs> so I'll leave you hanging on that one. Thanks for tuning in again. This is Hack of All Trades with your host, Jordan Johnson. Hope you have a good rest of your week, everybody.